The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. CinemaSins has a fan club. It's called the Sin Club, and members get all sorts of things like early episodes, bonus videos, merch discounts, and even monthly bonus podcasts. Membership starts at $3 a month, and you can sign up now at patreon.com slash CinemaSins. It's going to be all nights from, from now on. You're only only nights may apply. Only, <laughs> only nights may apply. Yeah. That's right. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Barrett Share. Hello. And Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. Today we have a very special guest. It is director Lena Rossler, who has made a movie called Best Sellers that is in theaters and on demand September 17th. Lena, welcome. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Happy to be here. Yeah. Um, how did you get involved with this project? Well, I was part of a, a talent lab at TIFF at the Toronto Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they, they take um, about 20 sort of emerging filmmakers from around the world and um, and then you've, you're supposed to make a, a self-portrait film, like a two-minute self-portrait, which is everybody's worst nightmare, obviously. Um, <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah. And so we all had to do it. And I made mine. And at this at this lab, there there are mentors that come uh, to kind of guide you and help you. And and one of the mentors was a guy named Cassian Elwes, who happens to be this amazing producer. And um, yeah, the first day of the lab, we all had to present our self-portraits in this huge screen in this theater. <laughs> Everybody was like, <laughs> ugh, like hiding under the seats. Just everyone's like nauseous with fear and anticipation. <laughs> um, but yeah, for whatever reason, Cassian, he really, he loved uh, my self-portrait. And he kind of came up to me afterwards. He's like, God, it's like amazing. I loved it, blah, blah. And um, yeah, he he was just taken by it. And then... And then he watched um, my other short films. And then at the end of the lab uh, and at the end of the film festival, he he sent me an email and with the email came a script. And he was like, just uh, take a look at this. Let me know what you think. And I was like, okay. And <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I read it and, um, and yeah, I, I, I really love the script. And, and then we started talking about it. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's sort of the beginning of of uh, how I ended up here talking with you guys today. Yeah. 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 And uh, and, and this is your feature debut, right? It sure is. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the first one under my belt. Yeah. So insanity, right? You, your, Total your, insanity. De- <laughs> your debut film stars Michael Caine. Did you know that? 
Did you know that Michael Caine yeah. is in <laughs> your you movie? Can you remind me? No, just I need somebody to pinch me again because it's sort of like, is did that really happen? So you can confirm it because now you've watched the film, right? I mean, it really is. Right, it is him. Right. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Uh, it's totally amazing. It's amazing. And he's just like Harris Shaw in real life, right? That's a, that's Michael Caine. I take mm-hmm. it. Michael. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael is a sweetheart. He's he's a total <laughs> gent. Um, he's he's got all aspects of that character. I have to say, he's though he's he's um, he's he's really a, a generous uh, and a g- charming, like beautiful man. And uh, he's just a lot of fun, you know. Um, anyway, I can t- again. Yeah. We can talk about Michael forever. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, I was really really blessed to have. A guy like that, um, this man, this actor, this legend, this knight in my film, mm-hmm. um, in my first feature film, it, it's it's not lost on me. I, I, I still can't believe it. It's yeah. going to be all knights from from now on. Only, only knights may apply. Only, <laughs> only knights may apply. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So do you, you know? Me, I'm Lady Lena and they're this, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how to do it. No, this joke isn't going to work. No, is it? <laughs> Well, Aubrey Plaza has been ladied, right? I'm sure. So, oh, she I mean, should that, be. She's yeah. yeah, she's equally brilliant, and uh, yeah, the two of them in this were amazing. And yeah, I'm I'm definitely lucky to have have these guys. They're they're actors of the highest uh, caliber. Yeah. I mean, it lends into we we've already sort of touched on it, but what is it like working with people like Michael Caine and Aubrey Plaza and Ellen Wong, who I love too? Yeah. She's um, uh, uh, how, how, what is it like working with these, with these people and how, how did they, did, did you, I don't know, did you need them at all to, uh, sort of reel you in into this movie or did they help you out at all in a way, or did you become best buds after this? Oh my God. I I wish Michael was my boyfriend. No, (laughs) right. (laughs) No, I mean, they're, they're both such, well, as I was just, I, I was saying about Michael, I mean, he's just, um, and obviously he's not my boyfriend. His wife, Shakira, is beautiful and I love her as well. <laughs> right. It's good all save. good. good yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I most respect. Yes. Oh, she knows. Well, you know, <laughs> she, she wouldn't be surprised. She listens she's to us, so that's good you made that. <laughs> you made that point. Uh, but she's uh, both he and her are the loveliest of people. And um, what can I say? Like, uh, of course, the, I, can't, I can't really remember. Like, did, did I need them to reel me in? Like, what was... What was the question like? The- I don't know. I was. I. I. I <laughs> did. Was there a. Um- was there a point where you're on set and you're like, I don't know what to do and I'm angry and I'm, you know, frustrated. And then they, you know, uh, <laughs> they, they helped you out in any way or anything like that. I mean, oh, it's- if that happened, I would never show it or admit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, but I think it was more, you know, your job is sort of, it's the opposite. Like it's, it's, uh, they're coming to me. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, uh, it's, it's my job to kind of like to, to catch the actors if they, if they feel unstable, if they feel um, uncomfortable or, or, you know, and I, I've been on the other side of things. I, I've, mm-hmm. I've been an actor as well. And um, really in, in my point of view, I think what we're at, we're, we're asking of actors is, is like, is, is nothing less than, then you know, just jump off of this cliff and take off all your clothes, and uh, please just do that now. You know, and, right, right. And they're just like, what? And then, so you have to be at the bottom, waiting to catch them. You know, like that's that's your that's the main 
goal and and like you they have to feel comfortable you they have to trust you they have to trust each other it, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of stuff that goes into it and even it doesn't matter you know how long you've been doing it like a guy like michael of course you can listen to him read the phone book he can do it in his sleep but at the same mm-hmm. time he's he wants to do it well like he he you know, after every take, you would look at me. Was that all right, love? Like, did you? Was that okay? Like, what? You know, <laughs> and we yeah. would just talk about every every lot, how to make it better, how what was working, what wasn't. Um, you know, if things weren't working, you know, of course they they let me know. Like, it's 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 my job to kind of make it uh, the most comfortable, the most easier, uh, uh, like uh, environment for them to to show their brilliance, to share their gift with us, you know? So, um, and to kind of like, uh, guide, guide that performance that, that, that has nothing to do with me. It's like their, it's their talent. They're creating, we might talk about building the character. We might talk about motivations. We might talk about, you know, this particular situation, where are we in the script right now? Like where, how to navigate, um, those waters together, you know? And I guess I'm steering the, the big ship, but they're, they're, they're out in front, like, you know, uh, with the wind in their face, you know, and yeah. I'm just like, okay, uh, don't worry. I'm going to sail you guys uh, into, into safe Harbor, you know, hopefully. So, um, I don't know what with all the sailing metaphors coming from, but whatever. <laughs> 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 let me get what I'm saying here. So, yeah. Um, yeah. and of course daunting, um, as it's the first feature and working with these two, but, um, but yeah, hopefully we, we all made it work together. Yeah. Well, no, it was a dumb question on my part because I, I, I it's an idea no. uh, that there's a bias that I, that I'm sitting there thinking, well, this is your first feature debut. There must've been all sorts of nerves and you know, you needed these experienced actors to come to you and tell you that, you know, Hey, it's all going to all be okay or whatever. And it's, it's a, just a dumb question. Sorry about that. No, so. but I mean, look, it's, there's not a dumb question. I mean, it's fine to have any, any uh, assumption or question. Mm-hmm. And obviously I was nervous. I mean, it would be crazy if I wasn't, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that would be just... That, that <laughs> but you be... refocused it right, though. But they, they should be coming to you uh, when, you know, when, you know when, it, when there's some sort of question on the set and everything. They should be, you know, it's exactly right. So, you know. Well, yeah. otherwise it would be a real, like, <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah. the word? What kind of show is that? It's a something show. Yeah. So I don't know if I can swear on your... No, no, you can totally swear yeah. all you want. Oh, God damn it, show. George, swear. <laughs> so, yeah. No, so that, uh, that's your job to try to steer it. But yeah, of course, the first, especially meeting Michael on the first day on set, all that stuff, of course, you're, you're trying to figure out, well, how are we going to work together? How How is this going to, how, how are we going to connect with each other and, and how's that going to go? But luckily with the two of them, they're, they're really genuine, authentic, and they want to make it work. So, you know, we were all there for the same reason. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Um, The, the uh, it's, it's interesting how YouTube sort of plays into the plot of this movie. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, uh, And and it, and it's, it's, it's such an interesting thing. You watch so many movies growing up and YouTube's never been a thing, but now I see so many movies where YouTube is incorporated into the plot. 
uh, was that originally in the script or did you have to shape uh, some of the YouTube stuff? I love, by the way, the crit, the like teenage critic that's in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and yeah. you even hear you like you don't focus on her too much. You see you hear more stuff in the background that's that's funny yeah. uh, as she, she keeps on ranting about this terrible book, by the way. And then like with stacks of books around her and everything, <laughs> which I think is so funny. Um, but like, uh, was that in the script? Like how, cause it, at the beginning of this, you know, just, I guess as some background, Michael Caine is playing a writer who hasn't written anything in like 50 years or something like that. Uh, his first book was a, was a big deal and he's under contract for a second book, but they never came around to ask for that second book. Um, and uh and uh now this uh struggling publishing company wants to try to get a second book out of him so aubrey plaza goes around with michael kane trying to uh, drum up some publicity for it but there's a point where youtube youtube is making him a star but it's not selling the book and then it uh it it, it gets further incorporated uh, when uh, Aubrey Plaza finds a way to use YouTube for for uh, to sell the book, so was all of that in the script, or did you have to kind of decide how is this book tour going uh, when you uh, when you made this? No, no, this I mean this was part of the script. It was like um, it was YouTube and and Twitter and things like that. Definitely the idea that he becomes a star. Um, despite himself on social media with nothing to do with the the work that he's produced um right. and just like based on his his uh, his uh, his antics and uh his you know politically incorrect uh you know comments and his his, <laughs> his his you know personality um so the writer anthony greco i mean this is his uh it's his script, and uh, mm -hmm. and this was in that that was in it. As far as uh, you know, the 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 young critic for Dragons of Orion and <laughs> things like that. Obviously, that's you know, it's my job. To, I I I staged. I, I I cast her. I put the certain books and play how she's and like <laughs> allowed her to improvise and like oh you're gonna whisper you say this about it that about you know this kind of stuff to embellish it. But the idea, of course, um, of that it's an inherent part of of the story of the script, and that was that was there from the get go, and that was uh, and that's in Anthony's script. Mm -hmm. While we're talking about YouTube, uh, I have to ask: Was this archival footage of Michael Caine uh, back in the day yeah. uh, when when Aubrey <laughs> is is looking at that? I figured. There's only so much makeup can do. This is <laughs> this is a young Michael Caine, correct? You are 100% correct. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. And um it was really nice to to be able to use that and and also we we also used um a photo, the photo of him and his of uh the character's wife is a photo of Michael and Shakira. Oh wow. Mm. And so there's a lot of little personal Easter eggs in in the film that I think kind of also because you know Michael he's obviously a certain point of his life and and it was kind of nice to to recognize that and to to kind of hopefully subtly kind of acknowledge that in a little bit like the, this this journey that he's been on so that archival footage I mean what he's saying is what he was saying in the interview though you know we mm -hmm. didn't 
we didn't which works change perfectly. it, yeah, which yeah, works yeah. perfectly. So it, it's sort of like it, there's a real interesting parallel. I'm, I'm not at all suggesting that this, that he's an alcoholic writer, like he is, in this <laughs> yeah. of course yeah. not. you know, but I'm saying that there's, there is, it was, it was fun to kind of find these, these, these parallels, these, these kind of uh, life journey kind of um, ideas for a guy who's, who's had success. He does have some things in common with this character. There's, there's no doubt about it. And it made it, um, you know, more personal. So I think, I think that was a really nice thing that we could do. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's fun. It must've been fun finding something that's out of context, but somehow uh, incorporates into your movie uh, uh, perfectly and everything. Did, did you personally run through that or did you have somebody look for some stuff that looked? Uh, no, like we, me great? and my editor. Yeah. We found stuff like we, we, we were looking and, um, and then like this happened to be a really like a perfect kind of moment, you know? So, mm -hmm. and then, and then we had to go get things clear. And so that, 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 for example, wasn't in the script. Like that's something that we, we put in, you know, um yeah afterwards yeah yeah um i i uh you dedicated this movie to your dad could you talk to, to can you talk about your dad yeah um i can he my my dad passed away right before we started shooting the film oh, wow. and yeah so you know he was <laughs> it's good timing um mm -hmm. and i but you know my dad my dad uh, I guess it was personal too, because my dad uh, loved books. He brought the love of books to me and and my family and my sisters. And you know, we would we would go on vacation together and like read like nerds, like nerd family. Mm -hmm. And so this, so the, obviously <laughs> the story of this story um, became really really kind of personal because it is also like a a surrogate father daughter kind of love story, this, mm -hmm. this story with Aubrey and, and Michael with, um, with Harris and Lucy. And, mm -hmm. and I think I was able to, and even before that, that was kind of clear to me in the, in the story, but then with my dad passing away, like really right before we started to shoot, I was able to bring a lot of that stuff into, into the, into the film, into their relationship, into how, how those dynamics work and more than that too um uh, it's kind of weird to say but my dad looked like michael kane and oh, really? and and uh the weirdest in the weirdest thing is um my dad would tell us stories when uh, that you know he told us lots of stories but one story uh in the 70s he was in the department store fortnum and mason in london and he says he's he's walking, he's in the department store, he's like walking up the stairs, and then this, he's noticed this couple is following him. They're like walking up the stairs behind him. He's like, what? And then he, so he goes down the stairs, they go down the stairs, and he goes across, <laughs> they go across. Finally, he turns to them, he's like, can I help you? And it's Michael Caine and Shakira. <laughs> and, he, and then Michael is like, I'm sorry, but you're, you're my doppelganger. We just had to get a, a better look. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had this kind of like meeting. So, and this is like in, you know, in the seventies where I wasn't around at that point. So, mm -hmm. um, and then, so everything was kind of this, and then, and then, yeah, it was such a weird, uh, um, special kind of thing to be working with Michael and knowing that they'd had that, that weird random meeting so many <laughs> <Yeah>. years ago. <laughs> And then, of course, and then he and then he recently passed away. So I, I also got to put a lot of things, you know, that my dad 
uh, liked personally in the film too. Like other, other little personal Easter eggs that only people that grew up with me would know were, were you know, my friends or my family. So a lot of, a lot of that was, was laced into, into the film. And, but mo- most importantly, I think in, I could bring that uh, to the relationship uh, be- between these characters. And of course, then mm-hmm. her actual relationship, the character's relationship, Lucy's relationship with her father in the film. He's yeah. not actually Michael Caine. So there is, there, I mean, it really is this, this story that's about fathers and daughters as well, you know? So, yeah. So yeah, it became, uh, it became uh, uh, important and it wasn't, it was actually really nice. It was the producers who suggested um, that I make that dedication and. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, and I, first I felt really weird about it, but, uh, and then didn't know where to put it, you know, like, do you put Mm -hmm. it, where do you, (laughs) you make all these choices. And then I was like, Oh God, I can't make this, this, this is the weird, this is the, for some reason, the hardest choice of all the hundreds and millions of choices you make in the film. But then it was my editor. He's like, we're putting it here. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody else make the decision. Yeah. For that one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get a chance to bring that story up to Michael Caine? Oh yeah. Um, yes. So, uh, I think when he came to, we met a few times of course before. And then when he came, um, when he came to Montreal, I think the first time we were, we were eating, we went to the Ritz uh, there were, mm-hmm. and we were having like a little tea. And so I brought the story and that it was funny. He finished it as I was like, and then he turned to, and, and he's like, and he's like, and he was my doppelganger. And I was like, yeah, that's it. So I'm still, I, I mean, it's like he knew the end of the story, but then, and then something happened. Then like some, I think then a, somebody else came or something like that. And we didn't talk about it again, but I felt like either he just knows the end of the story because he's done it. And like, yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. you know, but we never kind of talked about it again. And that was like, that was it though. It was, it was, yeah. yeah. I wonder and, uh, if he remembered. No, that's Wouldn't what I that mean. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Because then we didn't talk about it. Because then, because then, like everything else just started. Ha- you know, then I completely was trying not to think about my dad. You know, <laughs> when yeah. we're because then things were getting a bit emotional sometimes in the film and stuff. So I was just really trying to focus on everything else. And um, so, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, either either he remembered or he knows he knew the the end of the story before I did. So or I this think, is something that he does all the time. You know, yeah, he says it to everybody. He's like, "You're my doppelganger." <laughs> Although I didn't hear him do it once during our time together, so I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. have uh, a, a a couple of practical questions for you. Okay. Um, especially because you're you're saying that uh, you know this is your first feature, even though you had some shorts and everything. Yeah. The camera work in this uh, in this film is really fascinating to me. Uh, how you set up the shots, especially a lot of overhead shots. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, mm, you know, mm. from from when they're in the basement yeah, <laughs> to the walking stairs. up the stairs. Yeah. Uh, to when uh, Harris is writing, of course, the the whole key sequence is as they're going to different motels. Uh, did you derive inspiration from? Uh, from other works or is this kind of just like your personal style of, I want to frame this like this, you know, you've got the inside uh, of the bookstore uh, when uh, Alan Wong is walking outside of it. And then you've got the outside of the bookstore when Michael Caine does his thing yeah. uh, later on in the movie. How does, how, how did you kind I of develop that aesthetic? This. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think, I mean, first of all, I don't know. 
I don't think there's, I can't say that there's like inspiration. I think the inspiration is, is the story, you know, the script. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, and the characters. So, so as soon as I read the script, I had a really strong sense of what the character, what their environments are like, for example, how to, how, who they are as people. So I, I thought really, it's, it was really clear to me, like, so Aubrey, at the beginning, you know, she, the, even the lenses that we chose are really, there's, there's sort of subtle, she, at the beginning of the film, the really uh, sharper lenses mm-hmm. that she, she's sort of really set up. She's square. She's always in the center of the frame. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's more like uptight and, and type A and everything has to be sort of perfect. And that also goes into production design of, of her her house and her office, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. That stare, the, the stare shot was a was an accident because we just found that on the thing. And I was like, oh, let's make it so that it's the basement and we did like, yeah, so that was also just, just cool. But the overhead, I I always knew I wanted like, as far as sequences of shots, it's just fun to do. It's more fun to do timeline stuff like that. So yeah. we, you have yeah. like um, her opening a box of books, taking out the books, then, then it rise on the other side, then close, then, or, you know, uh, she's packing the books, then on the other side, opening the books, taking them out. And then same with the motel things, overhead keys. And it's more fun to do. I had all the cast uh, and the crew put their hands in to do those shots. So like, Oh really? Oh, wow. Yes. It's like a key grip is like grabbing one thing or like other people are playing the motel thing, you know, and everybody's like, like, that's my hand. That's my hand. Yeah. I wanted to be like, yeah, it was fun. We, we did, we had a lot of fun with that. We did like, and you know, not all of them got to be used, but we, you know, it's just like fun. And my cinematographer is amazing. And uh, her name's Claudine Sauvé. And uh, together we worked like really, really well. And she, she understood sort of right away, you know, the, the look I wanted to do. And then, and then as they, so Aubrey's world is this like, or Lucy's world, I should say, is this really sort of straight uh, square kind of thing at the beginning of the film. And then Michael uh, or Harris is, is way more, you know, much more warmer colors. It's kind of like weird uh, shape lens, like it's a little bit skewed. And then when mm. they go on this trip together, she starts kind of like moving into his world a little more. The things get a little bit more hazy. She sort of starts unraveling um, at the same time that he does. So things get sort of almost like drunken camera movement yeah. to kind of reflect like, yeah. uh, you know, their journey on, on, on this trip. Um, so all of those, all those choices are, are, you know, specific. They're, they're, they're there for a reason. And uh, I'm glad you noticed like, because all that stuff, should if you're you know if if we did the job well then hopefully that's, that's informing you know the the story in in a in a subconscious way too to the audience like oh here we, we go and and it it really kind of feeds into to the story and the characters so it's all part and parcel of of this world you know they, they it all comes together like that yeah yeah it's the story within the story i mean i i, I definitely could could see as uh, as Lucy is unraveling, especially when they're all hitting the scotch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it it kind of does get a little fuzzy around the edges. There's a great totally. moment when uh, when Harris is wandering around on the street uh, where you you literally yeah. have a, a POV of a drunk person. Right, we've all yeah. had that moment. Anybody that's mm. drunk uh, has had that moment where the eyes get blurry. And then they come into focus and then they get blurry again. And uh, that sort of thing is, yeah, the, the, the camera 
the uh, the way that you shot this, I think, definitely informed uh, the the story and the characters. But it became a character itself. Uh, I just really appreciate the the level of detail that you put into mm-hmm. all of this. That's great. Thank you. Um, and yeah, we're really proud of it. And I love working with Claudine. And that that's that's her handheld camera as you know Harris's POV and like manipulating the the focus of those th- these crazy cool lenses that we got and um yeah so we we it was all anyway i'm 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 glad to hear you say no so. you can nerd out hey if you <laughs> no, want to talk okay. about lenses no, you can not, go no, no 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 anyway it's just it's very funny because because um you know there's always like there's always like a fight for certain things that you want or, or can't mm. get on films and stuff like that. So we're happy that we got the lenses that we wanted. And um, yeah, so it all worked. We out. also got to uh, hear Michael Caine call two little girls wankers. Which yes. Awesome. And, 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 the, and the little girls thinking it was awesome and yeah. not knowing what wankers meant. That yes. was, there was a, there's a triple threat to that joke. And I like that a lot. So I'm glad you appreciate that. This is good. I'm, I'm with like high minded individuals I mean, who appreciate this kind of sense of humor. I that's really, correct. That's I'm, correct. That's great. And that would be the equivalent of like Samuel L. Jackson, like calling you a motherfucker. You'd be like, awesome. yeah, you'd call everyone, you know, and be like, guess what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, Hey, you know, the, the I, I'm sure some of this was in the script, but do you get, you know, Michael Caine doing a bunch of bloodies. It's like, it's bloody this, it's bloody this. It's like getting uh, Ian McKellen to say, fly you fools or something like that. You know, you, <laughs> if you're going to have Michael Caine, you need to have some bloodies in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Otherwise you're wasting your opportunity. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And he has no problem with that at all. <laughs> He's totally yeah, sure. happy to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I do wonder how many times you heard the word bullshite. Uh, oh first God. off, in the final <laughs> cut, but I imagine in the editing room you oh probably probably heard this. Uh, uh, did you count that up for us? Did you do you no, know how many? No, times we should. <laughs> we should do that as like some trivia. Oh, that would be a good drinking game for this uh, for this. Oh my film. God! Oh my God. God. Wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be really. You need like a warning label on the thing. Actually, yeah, don't do it, kids. Yeah, Every, everyone's <laughs> liver fails. Oh God! Yeah, yeah don't do it. I take it back. Don't do it. It's mm. too many times um, for for safety for your health. Yeah, mm. but um, a lot. That's the, that's the answer. A lot. And I think everybody in the crew uh, got to say it like many, many times as well, because in those bar scenes, um, you know, a lot of times with we don't have so many extras and whatever. So so all of us were participating. And, and you know, I, I love like once or twice I can hear my first AD's voice like yelling bullshit. <laughs> oh my God, you really got the whole crew involved between the hands and the bullshit yeah. and all that. I had a great crew. I had a great crew. I, I loved it. And they, they were amazing. Like we, I think, I, I mean, I think we all just had a really good time. Like we were, and again, it was my first time working with, most of them so it was it was just a really cool opportunity for everybody in like a fun environment a, a fun uh you know what an opportunity for all of us to work with these great actors and and yeah we're all in, in montreal and uh in the cold of the winter but but still like uh we just had a great time it's just wow. fun it's was just this fun. all was this all filmed in montreal yeah 
It's oh, so New oh, York. Yeah, though. except that's not true. I just, I just accept we did go to New York for a couple of days. What okay. am I saying? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But I was say, um, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. No. We did do like the bridge. Obviously, we didn't <laughs> construct the bridge uh, in. in there <laughs> we is didn't no build bridge. that. Build no, we didn't, no, we didn't. We didn't. That's, no, we didn't do that. Maybe for the next one. No. <laughs> no. No. That's that's the real that's the real deal. Yeah. So I take that back, nice. but uh, most like the, we had like two days in New York, and the rest was uh, in Montreal. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it's just me. I haven't seen a lot of interviews with Aubrey Plaza. She's probably all over the place with interviews, but I don't really know what she's like. I think a lot of people know her as April Ludgate on Parks and Recreation yeah. the most, but she's been in a ton of like. She's been in a lot of, she's been in the whole spectrum of movies, like, you know, the broad comedies. And then she's been in a lot of arty films and everything. What is, what is she like, uh, just as a performer? How do you talk to her? How does she, you know, uh, what is her process? All of that. What is, what is she like as a person? Well, I think Aubrey, like, obviously she's a super talented, uh, individual you know she like and as you say everybody knows her from 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 that character and from the particular sort of style of of comedy a style of, of yeah of delivery you know right and, and that's and she's she's got like this it's sort of like this is what uh this is what everybody recognizes and expects and and yeah to a certain extent of course that's that's part of her you know this, this is also how she has has like you know evolved as as an actor but of course, there's there's way more to everybody than just like one little piece. So she she has so much more depth and uh, and a lot of uh, you know emotional kind of life that I think was really a, a cool and unique opportunity to kind of show both sides of the spectrum. Like I, I at the beginning of this film, you know, uh, Lucy's sort of freaking out in the office after after she has like a disaster with, with Harris, like Harris he does his first book launch. I don't want to give away the movie too right. much, but, but uh, they come back from that and everybody's trying to cancel um, all his tours and she's on the phone and she's just like going crazy. Like, Oh no. Like, and, and all of that was, we, we did a whole bunch of improv, you know, like I just let her go. Like, uh, mm. it's like, go, you know, do your thing. Like, and, and she it can excel at that. Like she can, you know, she's, she's funny. She's, she's, yeah. uh, she's on top of stuff like that. She, she's aware. She's also like, uh, aware of like physical comedy. And of course, like what, how she's moving her, her face and her, um, and her expressions <laughs> and, you know, all that stuff is, is great. And then to bring the other side and, and it, I think, you know, I'm really, I'm really quite proud of, of her performance in this because we start out like this and she's like really wound tight, tight, this, the character, and mm-hmm. uh, and then we get to see her kind of unravel, and as she does, she softens. You know, like it's it's like yeah. um, she's got this kind of um, hard edge around her that's kind of, and it's mask. It's it's just just a big mask of of like gesture and putting things sort of straight laced and stuff like that. <clears throat> but then as she gets to go, as a character gets to go on this tour, yeah, we we see we we see the sweater, like the threads kind of like start fraying a little mm-hmm. bit at the seams. Yeah. They start kind of like softening up. And then underneath that is this like, uh, you know, uh, emotional, like 
uh, individual in this character in this film who's who've been hurt, who've got their own issues, who've got insecurities and 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 like a, a, a deep sort of heart, you know. So and that's what makes this character of Lucy connect with Harris. Finally, he gets to see her real self. Um, she reveals that like accidentally almost and shows her true heart, her true, her true self. And then, mm-hmm. and then this character of Harris, who thinks that everything is bullshit. She finally <laughs> throws off this veneer of, you know, mm. quote unquote bullshit. And underneath that is like this, this real authentic kind of beautiful person that w- with all their faults and foibles and stuff like that, but, but still authentic and genuine and, and that's 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 the truth. That's that's what uh, that's that's reality. That's what being human mm. is, you know. So mm-hmm. so um, I think she was able to take that character on this journey and really and really show that and show her vulnerability at the end and kind of have a really nice arc um, and take that character on this journey. So I, I think I think she did a really great job and I'm proud of her work on on that. Yeah. It's 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 a really great uh, character arc. Uh, I think that, and I mean, and I know that's a, you know she did a great job the writing, uh, the directing, everything. But because um, I, I love how she starts off, you've already kind of said some of this where she starts off so you know so sure of herself and all that, and then uh, then has to deal with the reality of some things, and which includes like you know I don't want to give anything away, but you know she learns things about her dad who yeah. she's up to that point been doing everything kind of for um so i just i found that i found that really interesting and her and her and uh michael kane uh the, the characters just grow together you know so well it's just it's a it's a really fun ride to go on them with hmm. uh, yeah I'm, I'm glad you you say so it, it was it's kind of beautiful to watch them and it's just a, it's just like a nice story i mean if i had nothing to do with it you know it's hard for me to talk about without sounding like i'm you know, I'm a, obviously I'm a fan of their performances, yeah. mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Uh, but no, I really am. Like I, I, I think I'm just really proud of them together. And it's just, they made a really beautiful connection with these two characters. And it's really sort of, it's nice to, to see that you, you want to believe that that would happen in real life to, between some completely un, unlikely two, two people like this. Like why, why couldn't it happen? You know, it's, and is this kind of like, it's, it's sort of that's why I said really like this sort of surrogate father daughter, but it is mm-hmm. still it's like a love it's a love story between these two characters like not romantic in any way obviously but like you know it's it's really nice it's a really true friendship kind of story so yeah. Uh, tell us about Carrie Elways <laughs> and his. I guess what you would call Truman Cafodi, uh, <laughs> uh, a character in this. Uh, he appears. This I, this is something that's very well paced for me because because she, <laughs> Lucy's trying to tell Harris you got to be good to this guy. He's walking towards them as she's yeah. saying, "Yeah, and, it's like, oh, and, shit. and you got to be you got to like kiss this guy's ass. He's the most amazing reviewer." And just immediately, Harris is like, "I ain't having any of this." Shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but tell us the story behind uh, uh, Carrie always getting into this movie and, and playing yeah. this character. Well, what's what's kind of awesome about this is so Cassian Elwes is producer. Mm-hmm. And uh, his daughter Ariel Elwes, who found the script bestsellers, and of course 
Carrie Elvis is <laughs> is Cassian's brother and is Ariel's uncle. So oh yeah, so it was like a family affair, and um, mm-hmm. it was kind of a a fun idea to to at Carrie and uh, Cassian. They they knew Michael when they were kids. I mean, they they'd met him when they were kids mm-hmm. and stuff. So they'd mm-hmm. always wanted to work with him. And Cassian just done a film with him, but Carrie always wanted to work with him too. So it was like mm-hmm. a fun opportunity for him to come onto the set. And Carrie right away came with this fully formed idea of like how, <laughs> what he wanted this character to be. He, and I was like, yeah, okay, like, let's do it, you know? And um, so it was but just such a fun scene. Again, it's not, it, it, I, I want to talk about it. It's hard to talk about it without giving it away. But to right. also to stage it, you know, was also really fun. Like I... Finally, we found a, a location that was going to work, and uh, I really liked, you know, these big columns. And at the top, there's these, there's the the engraved names of all these writers up there. Probably nobody notices, but I notice these things. And then, and then, yeah, of course. And there's Michael and uh, Carrie, who's just just that moment is as he's walking towards them. It's like you already know, like, oh god, like the way he's walking and everything. You're just like, okay, like what. And Arby's like, okay, yeah, okay, he thinks he's Chubin Capote, like he's he's got an insane ego, you know, but you gotta be nice, whatever she's saying. And then of course it's almost too late. Like yeah. <laughs> it's it's they meet and uh yeah. So <clears throat> that was that day was actually really hard because it was there was there was all these extras there. Um <clears throat> Carrie was there, uh, and Shakira was there, and Kat, everybody was there that day somehow. So Mm-hmm. Trying to coordinate all the extras, trying to coordinate that moment with them on, on two different levels uh, of like it's up and down and, and the, there's a track on one side. Yeah. So I was I was juggling a lot that day. And then also there was like a, not to give so much away, but there was also we had to have like a stunt person. And oh, yeah. Like yeah safety yeah. stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Gary <laughs> didn't yeah. do his own stuff. Come no. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a, a court, he did all of his own stuff, but it has to be like coordinated. You have to be very safe with. I mean, yeah, because yeah, you don't want to mess with with Michael Caine. Caine. <laughs> with, yeah. with the cane, <laughs> with the cane, yes, yes, so, well said, yeah. So what you're saying is that Cassian was like, I really want you to do this film, but I've got this brother who uh, is not getting a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I really don't yeah. know him from anything. Oh my god! Right, right. Of course, I, of course, like God, the Princess Bride and yeah. all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like when I was a kid, like wow. Sort of. mm-hmm. Also, also all the crew, all all of the. I have to say, I mean, all the women on the crew were pretty excited because. I of bet. Like, oh, I'm sure. The, I bet. The I'm Princess sure. Bride, all that stuff. And Carrie is lovely, and now, my God, he's got all these huge films coming out, um, mm-hmm. Mission Impossible, and all these other other things that he's been doing. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we're lucky to have him fly in there for for this cool little cameo. So yeah, it was really fun. What about Scott <laughs> Speedman? How did uh, how did yeah. that happen? Yeah, that was also kind of perfect uh, casting and timing. Yep, Scott is a fellow Canadian too. So the the um, the this this was a Montreal production, right? But also UK. So, but luckily Scott was available. He's living in LA, but. This was also just a fun, like a perfect kind of, you know, he got it right away as well. Like what, what this character was, how, how he was going to work like this, this great sort of smarmy kind of, but Mm -hmm. but smart, but also, you know, 
he he would just sort of fit the bill perfectly, and it was it was fun to watch them work together. And also, you know, it, it, there, there's again for me the the whole time the biggest challenge was this sort of balance of um, the the of like tone, you know. So it's comedic, but also some some more serious moments. So uh, yeah, it was fun playing with all these guys with that. Yeah, and I like I like Speedman's character too because I find him interesting because he's not just like an obvious like foe, right? I mean, he, I mean, I I, I get the impression he probably is kind of a prick, but um, the character, I mean, obviously not Scott, yeah, of but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh, but you know, but there is some stuff there. Like he does seem to kind of care for Lucy, maybe. Like I don't know. That's kind of you know under the scene. Maybe I'm reading too much into that. But, no, they have a relationship. They have yeah. like a relationship, obviously, from before. But he's also, it's also, both of them are kind of in this cutthroat world of publishing. Where they're, at the beginning, yeah. at least, they're trying to get things done. They're trying, you know, it's New York. It's the publishing world. They got to, you know, so it's, they, they've got to be sharks. And both of them are, you know. So it's, so when I said smarmy, it's more like in her point of view, you know. So it's not like, mm-hmm. it's like he, he's, um, because he, he, she she has to cut she knows that he's right a lot of times but she doesn't want him to be you know so it's yeah. like and and then obviously they've had this romantic relationship and then at the end like she gets to turn the tables in a way but but i, I i'm glad that you say that too because it's not you know there's more there's there's more to, to that yeah. it's not just he's like, not oh, he's not twirling he's, a mustache or no he's not like i'm the evil like oh yeah it's no they have a relationship they've got a history it's yeah. there for a reason. He knows her dad, like, you know, all that stuff is, is there. And, um, this, this, they did this, uh, scene with them, this motel room, you know, and we did a whole bunch of different, like we did it lots of different ways. And, but I think he, I think, uh, yeah, Scott did a great job too. It worked out really well. Yeah. Yeah. You alluded to that scene with Carrie always as being like, uh, you know, um, a difficult day, but what was your toughest day on set? Uh, hmm. I wonder if it was that day. The, hmm. the weird, the weird thing is though, like, but uh, this is the weirdest thing is I, I, you know, first feature film, all these amazing actors, all this stuff. My dad had just passed away. I had like a lot of pressure, yeah. but then I was, I would go home at night. And even if things were like, uh, like things were rough or, or like we, we hadn't solved a certain problem. I remember being like really stressed out, but then like sort of waking, sort of having this realization, like, but, but, but I, I'm having a really good time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. And it was, it was such a weird sort of parallel feeling of, but something's wrong because I'm having fun. You know, like I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's something wrong with me now because I was like, well, we didn't have to solve this. And then, oh yeah, I got to do that. And like, oh no, what about this problem? And, that. and then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm still having a good time. Like it made no sense. But then, but then I realized like, okay, wow. Like I, I really like this. I really like this yeah. job, you know? So even the, the hardest days and some were, some were really hard. Like some, you know, we, it was winter, there was snow, mm. There, there, there are days that, you know, um, you know, everyone was tired or we didn't get a, enough, enough time to shoot or whatever. All, you know, the, the multitude of, of issues and problems that, that arise and, and some are just completely ridiculous that you wouldn't, you know, and uh, <laughs> I, I remember actually my, my first AD, Eric, he was, 
he was great. Like, um, but then they would take the, the piss out of me sometimes because like for <laughs> one day we were, we were, um, it's, it's the, these scenes with, with Lucy and her, and her father and Harris at this home. And we were trying to get into this room at, and it was like at a, at, um, it was like a wellness kind of center. Mm -hmm. And for some reason we couldn't get this room that I had originally, so we had to change the whole thing. But anyway, but then I was like, why can't we get into this room? Like, I want to go into this room. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, no, no. Cause they're doing goat yoga in there. And I was like, what? Uh, what? I was like, what? So I was like, but why, why are they doing goat yoga in here right now? Like, I don't, I, I need, like, this is crazy. Like who, who do they think they are doing goat yoga right now? <laughs> What, what is going on in Montreal? <laughs> yeah, but, then, but then Eric just starts laughing. He's like laughing, like almost crying. He's like, no, Lena, they're not doing goat yoga in there. He's like, we just can't, you know? And I was just so like, so earnestly like trying to like, I'm like what? I'm like, oh, you asshole, you know? Well, fine. <laughs> just, get them just like every, I don't know. It was... So even even when it was like stressful, it wasn't, it wasn't stressful. It was just sort of silly, you know? So it was yeah. fun. It was really get, fun. Yeah. I get the sense that, that I mean, we've, we've run it. We, when we've talked to directors before and uh, ask about the toughest day on set and everything, the, the, this, it's the solving, the problem the solving, solving is problems. Such a, it's yeah. just a fun thing, right? It's like a game yes. almost um, that you had this thing planned and now it's not going to work. And then, you know, whenever, I don't know how long it takes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, you come up with something that, oh, this might even be better than what I thought of. Oh, yeah. There's so many. Th this is actually what I, I mean, it's true. I, this is, I love, I, I love that element because I love, um, it's exactly as you say, to, to solve the problem, to come up with a creative solution, mm -hmm. to make it work. Like whether it's this room that doesn't work, then we go, or whether, oh, we can't shoot outside. This, you guys, I, or I don't remember it was I'm sorry, I've talked to other people this morning, so I can't remember the conversation. <laughs> That's but, fine. But there was there's a scene of, of Michael outside of the bookstore. No, you guys said it. Outside of the yeah, bookstore yeah. and Ellen inside the bookstore. But so that that day, um, yeah, it's like it was pouring, pouring rain. Um, and which was great. It worked for mm -hmm. us, but but that was not planned, you know. We didn't obviously we didn't ask the, the climate <laughs> gods to rain on us. So, so uh, yeah, it, it was just pouring rain and, and like Michael really did not want to get wet. He didn't, he didn't feel like go, go in the rain or whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we, 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 we just, okay, we came up, well, he's going to have an umbrella, but it's going to be like broken out of shape umbrella. And then he's just going to throw it, you know, like yeah. he's just oh, going to do such whatever. a great moment. He yeah. just tosses the shit. Exactly. Out of so I'm like, and then just, just talk like, that's it. That's, and then it becomes part and it's just adds to it. You know what I mean? It's just like, so there's, there's a little example. And then there's the suggestion. It's just part. Okay. Just do that. Yeah. And yeah. perfect. And then you've got the guy who's like, Oh, okay. And he's trying to put it back. He doesn't know what to do. And he's letting him into the bookstore. And yeah. So then, so things like that, that, uh, that's the fun stuff. I mean, you, of course yeah. you like pray that it's works <laughs> and then you're yeah. not just coming up <laughs> yeah. with some total crap, but, um, yeah, uh, that's, that's the fun stuff. And if you have a great crew and great um, people surrounding you, um, then yeah, you should be able to, to come up with something and, and, uh, yeah. And hopefully make it work. 
did yeah. um, you have you have two actors from Scott Pilgrim in this movie? Did 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 it's we have true. some Scott Pilgrim <laughs> kind of discussions uh, going on on set on this movie? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. I mean, they because they'd met each other. I mean, so you're talking about Ellen Wong, of course. Yeah. And Aubrey and yes. Ellen, by the way, we haven't mentioned her, but she's fantastic. She's also yes. fantastic mm-hmm. in the film, mm-hmm. and uh, I love working with her. She's she's so great. And uh, oh yeah, I love her. Yeah. So of course they they those guys chatted amongst themselves about you know memories of that time or whatever. But um, I think we were uh, maybe at lunch and stuff like that. They were talking about that. But but that was mm-hmm. also that was shot in in Canada in Toronto. Yeah. Um, like years and years and years ago. So. Yeah, so those guys <laughs> definitely went down the memory, a little memory lane together. But I don't, I don't think I they've always, been in touch since then. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I always wonder about that type of stuff whenever I see the same like actors who are in the, and they may have not even shared scenes in the movie, but they, you know, do they do they go and they talk about that type of stuff and <laughs> everything? I I don't know why that interests me so much, but uh, you know, I well, had to know. Yeah, maybe um, in the, maybe in the trailer or something, but I was on set, so I wasn't I wasn't privy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And did and did Scott Speedman share Felicity stories? That's you know. Oh you know. yeah, totally. <laughs> we we yeah. did not mention Felicity. <laughs> or I, I yeah I don't I don't remember that, but no, I mean for no good reason. Like I remember watching that like a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, Lena, she cut her hair. I mean, it was, I know. It was yeah, like it was the, an awful thing. It why was, was the, that such a big deal? I, I don't know. That was like pre Twitter craze kind of thing. <laughs> it, was weird. it was before Britney did it, so that's why it was yeah. like a, a that's big true. thing. That's yeah, true. Uh, guys, anything yeah. else? I know we have to wrap it up. Oh, oh God, I want to talk to you for like the entire day Aww. about the the practicalities okay. of all these things. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I, I do want, I'll just mention because we do have to get you out of here. I love the music in this. Oh, yes. Uh, I, mm. It's such a fucking miracle to me uh, for a movie to get made uh, overall. <clears throat> but uh, what people think of, you know, pre production and, pro- and, and production is certainly not the end of it, right? You have to figure no. out the score, you have to figure out the editing, you have to figure out all the post production stuff. And those little touches, it's like finishing a dish in a, in a, as a chef, right? Like you, you have to make sure that it's not just half baked coming out. Uh, and, and I think to, to me, the, uh, the music in particular, your choice to go with classical and opera for, for a lot of this, um, yeah. and, and the editing choices, uh, I thought just really added to, uh, the full thing you, you had to, well, you had several wonderful performances, but you have to mold that, into something cohesive. I think you did a great job with it. Thank you so much. And I have to do the shout out to my editor, Arthur, and also to my amazing composer, mm. Paul, who I still have not met in person. Oh, wow. Uh, we, we talked on, we we like did a, our FaceTime yesterday, just like catching up and we we're just like, oh my God, we still haven't even met in person. It's so messed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we, we all like, you know, worked really, really well together and he brought a ton of his talent and like great original music. And Arthur, my editor was, he's brilliant and like became a really good friend. And um, yeah, all those choices for, uh, with Lucy, the more classical uptight kind of stuff. And then with, with Michael or Harris's character, the more sort of bluesy, like sort of yeah. drunken bar, those again, really specific choices. And uh, I'm really glad you guys appreciate them. I, I yeah. appreciate that you do. Yeah. So thanks for, thanks we for We appreciate that you appreciate 
Uh, <laughs> oh, we all appreciate. We're doing a level leveling thing with our appreciation. That's yes. amazing. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, I, I hate to do this, guys. I could also talk to Lena Rossler, Rossler all day. Um, but uh, the movie is called Best Sellers. It comes out in theaters and on demand September 17th. Thank you so much for talking to us, Lena. Thank you. Thanks so much, you guys. I hope to chat again soon. You're awesome. awesome. Good luck with the movie. This is fantastic. We're going to talk it up as much as possible. (laughs) That'll do it for this interview. Uh, It's Chris Atkins and Barrett Scher and Jonathan Woggins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com.